Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this first episode of One More Analog Homo Sapien. Yes, that is uh, our new name now. We have uh, changed our name and we are taking a new direction. Right, Luke? That's right. 100% analog from now on. Oh, wait. Is, yep. it, is a podcast analog? Is that how... Hmm. I think we've already screwed this up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe it doesn't help you just changing the name. I mean, we are, we are using analog systems to record this, so fair enough. It's not very digital what we are doing. I suppose. I mean, this is, this is uh, generally recorded between me, you, and a VCR. So and SoundCloud. Hi, SoundCloud. Yes. Hi, SoundCloud. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not the 1st of April or something. Hint, hint. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, April 1st. Uh, I haven't... I haven't seen anybody doing any April... I don't think April Fool's is a thing right now. <laughs> uh, well, you I say don't... that because two people have tricked me today, and I'm going to tell you about it. Okay. Because... Uh, so, uh, my dad's home. Oh, good. Uh, yes, he came finally home. For, uh, he took a nine-hour overlay in France, got home, and I have been very worried about him. And when he call, when I called him today to talk about some movie I had downloaded for him, his joke goes a little, a little like this. Oh, my girlfriend is coughing and it's not feeling good. And I go, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I forgot what day it was today. Right. Yeah, uh, totally. Uh, I was not very amused for 10 seconds. I guess I mean I just woke up, so I haven't I haven't had time to, for anybody to trick me. I mean you might trick me in this podcast, and I probably won't even realize it because I'm still half asleep right now. But <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not going to try to trick you. It's not nice to trick you. <laughs> I have I didn't even think about it until Fro mentioned it when we got on it. He's like, "It's April 1st. and I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's April Fool's Day, isn't it? And I was looking at the internet this morning, and I could have seen something, and it could have been an April Fool's joke, and I wouldn't even know it right now. Right, yeah. Yeah, and the other joke was, uh, this morning a friend of mine convinced me that the Queen had the corona because Charles gave it to her. And I didn't bother <laughs> Googling it first. So. I mean, it could be true. Thanks! I know. I haven't seen the Queen in a while. Dog. Have you? So... <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, no. My my dad is uh, uh, alive for so long because next time I see him, I will fucking kill him, of course, because 
He almost gave me a heart attack this morning. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So is he? And, in, yeah, no. Is he in isolation or whatever right now? If he's back, they are in isolation. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I told him to take that very seriously. So I have printed it into his mind that uh, this is nothing to joke around. I, I in, thought it so. was like required. If you came back from a different country, you, like the government was t- saying, you had to be in isolation. Yeah, you have yeah, to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have so you, you kind of have to, to take it seriously, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. Good. So, but uh, at least he has someone to uh, talk to and have play games with and watch movies with his girlfriend. So. Oh, yeah. So, at least it's that. Uh, numbers? Um, let's begin with Norway. Have 3,717 cases, 19 deaths. Uh, China has 81,439, 3,300 deaths. And new number one, new number one, new number one, new number one. Yes. Last week we were number Uh, three, and the day after we just skipped number two and went right to number one. (laughs) Yay! Yay! United States of America. You have uh, 124,378 with 2,190 deaths. I saw a comeo today because that's one of the new things I do every day is watch his press conference. Who? What? Who? Comeo. Comeo. I don't know who that is. The governor of New York? Oh, Cuomo. Cuomo. Okay. I don't know how to say his fucking last name. Right, I'm his brother got got the virus, the guy from CNN? Yes. Right. <laughs> he did. <laughs> and I, I, I found that a little amusing. Uh, but uh, uh, other than that, uh, yeah, uh, I watch his press conference every day now because... He is uh, ridiculous, just ridiculous. And he said in his press conference today that uh, the death numbers would be around 100 to 300,000 in in the United States. Right. I mean, New York is basically the epicenter uh, of everything. But, I mean, it is also, like, one of the most densely populated areas of of the United States. So it kind of makes sense that that would be the... The case. I have never, I have never been so happy in my entire life that I have you in the forest. <laughs> yes, I, I. Yeah, I am like like we've said. I am way out in the middle of nowhere. Fro has been isolated for a long time. What, man? How long have we been? It's been <sighs> three and a half weeks, I guess, at this point. Three and a half weeks. Yeah. Yeah, and New York has basically become the epicenter, and so Cuomo has become kind of this person that you see every day, and they're talking about him, and now you see some of the mainstream media saying, oh, Biden should drop out and put Cuomo in as the new uh, candidate for president against Trump. What do you, Have you heard this? I did, yeah. What do you think about that? I don't even think it's possible. I'm pretty <laughs> sure there's not even a way to do that in our like political system to just like change out one person for another person. Yeah, it it would be a little like, uh, let's say uh, Hillary ran and gave it to, to Donald Trump. <laughs> it's like, 
what? Yeah, no, that wouldn't make any sense at all. But uh, talking about people that have gotten Corona, look, uh, we talked about the lid last week uh, that some people that we didn't like got Corona. Uh, but uh, this week, our best friend in the entire world, Prime Minister Boris Johnson, has tested positive. Yeah, we were totally for him, not for Corbyn uh, when, oh. during the last election. That was definitely who we were for. Oh. Uh, Prime Minister yeah. Boris Johnson tested pos- positive for coronavirus and self-isolated in Downing Street last week. He said he experienced mild, mild symptoms over 24 hours, including a temperature and cough, and he would, con- but he would continue to lead the UK government. England's Health Secretary Matt Hancock said he also tested positive while in while England's chief medical officer, uh, Chris Whitty, has also shown symptoms. Uh, another 181 people ha- with the virus in the past day... Oh, oh sorry. Uh, another 181 people have died with the virus in the past day. Figure show. The coronavirus news conference was led by cabinet officer Michael Grove alongside deputy chief medical officer Jenny Harries and the NHS English England chief executive Sir Simon Stevens they announced plans to begin a large-scale testing program of the health service staff starting with critical teams so yeah uh, oh sneeze it it's pretty clear <laughs> I think we even said it last week when we were talking about, you know, uh, the royal family that this it this disease doesn't discriminate, and I guess this is it's showing it right here with Boris Johnson and everything else. I th- I'm, when you think about it, people who travel around a lot, meaning <clears throat> um, politicians, celebrities, anybody who travels around all over the place all the time, is in planes and everything else. Seems like they were the most susceptible to get this to begin with, to me. I'm most worried for Larry the Cat, I I must admit. Have you heard of Larry the Cat? I don't think so. So Larry the Cat uh, lives at Downing Street, and and it is a cat that has survived how many presidents? No, not presidents. Prime uh, Prime Ministers. Uh, six prime ministers or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, like, uh, four in the last three years is what you're saying? Right. Well, yes, but <laughs> <laughs> still, <laughs> just say. <laughs> yes, UK, you have had a lot of prime ministers lately. Uh, but yeah, talking about the United Kingdom, their number is 17,089 with 1,000. Uh, 29 deaths. Uh, they are sixth in the world. Uh, when it comes to these numbers, especially China and a couple other places, we're not 100% sure. It, actually, the United no. States, we're behind on testing f- for sure. Yeah. So we don't know the exact. Yeah. Like, none of these numbers we know the exact. Uh, no. And, and, because they're all being tallied at the time. And we don't know who has tests, who doesn't have tests, who's been tested, who hasn't been tested. Um, so all, most yeah, of like, these numbers are probably way lower than we actually uh, have a concept for, I guess. I, I totally agree. And like we said last week, 
when we talked about this, uh, where are the numbers uh, uh, for one of the most populated countries in the world, India? Like, there's no sick people in India. I don't believe that for one single second. And, yeah, it, it just doesn't make any sense. It, it, there's a few Absolutely places like that not. where it's kind of like, how... There, there are people in Ecuador that is sick. Ecuador. <laughs> You you're telling me that India doesn't have it when Ecuador has it, right? And you look at where China is in relation to India, and you're like, okay, it yeah. traveled all the way to there, but it somehow didn't get to India, right. right? Exactly. Makes absolutely no fucking sense at all. Yeah, it, no. So it, it, this is just the craziest time. I mean, I I can't get over the fact. Like, every once in a while, I'll be, like, watching TV or playing a video game or something, and I'll completely just lose myself in it, you know what I mean? And then maybe you'll finish right. the movie and you'll remember, oh, yeah, the whole world is shut down. <laughs> and you just remember that, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. <sighs> yeah. And, uh, like I told Luke, I've been sick to the three last days. I have had a fucking migraine, and, and I have... Uh, slept 17 hours the last 24 hours and 15 hours the 24 hours before that. So, and there's something definitely wrong with me. So, I mean, it's probably not, just stress I'm, more than anything else. I mean, we're all stressed out. It, everything's so different and everything. And uh, I have not been sleeping well, but that's not unusual for me to be an insomniac. No. So. No, but I, I have overslept like 17 hours out of 24. Right. This is a lot. lot. But um, I'm very happy to say that uh, by Easter everything is going to open, or so Donald Trump has said. But uh, he has uh, actually come out with a disaster aid bill now. And uh, yeah, uh, it's not going to cost any money or what. So I guess yesterday Trump came out and said the Easter thing that was like a, it was just a, a thought that was just in, in his mind. He was like, Oh yeah. I'll, we'll, uh -huh. uh, right. Uh, and that it was just like a, I don't know, fairy tale in his mind that like, Oh, this is what's going to happen. And we're going to, it's going to be, it's going to be great. It's going to be beautiful. All the people in the churches, you know what I mean? Uh, it was never a real thing. Uh, and I, he's saying they just extended, like, the, uh, what do you call it? Uh, there's, like, stay-at-home or stay-at-home orders or whatever, this or that. Like, multiple dates, it, it's been extended uh, for, like, 30 days here, 30 days there. <clears throat> um, so people are... What's the rules in Oregon, by the way? It's been the same for a while. I mean, uh, I think last week I said, yeah, so last week on Monday we had stay-at-home orders put in place. Like, uh, they shut down non-essential businesses, and uh, mm. it's been that way for this whole week. But it's only really been like a week here, but uh, most people here had already uh, Dump. Yeah, yeah, done that. Unless you were somebody who was in denial, 
which I think there are a lot of people that were kind of what what's a good on the Alex Jones side where they're like, oh, this is a big conspiracy where uh, it, it's not real. They're just trying to like take over, right. take the rights away from people, which is not completely unfounded in the sense that they are trying to take <laughs> the rights away from people, but it's but it's also real. So it's really hard to like. Right talk to those kind of people but then there's also these older people that i know personally around here who are just kind of like i i it's kind of like uh hey i lived this long uh i'm uh, let's see if you can <laughs> you know what i mean like mm. they don't really um I, I don't think it's that they don't take their own their own life into consideration it's that they just kind of like Listen, I've I've lived this long, and I am I don't think that this thing's gonna take me out or whatever. There are those people here that are like older people, uh, who just seem to not take it seriously. I don't know. Is that happening in Norway? Yeah. I mean, we I see a lot, same. especially like we saw the stuff from Florida last week with all the kids who were like out on spring break and not taking it seriously. But I think there is a. There's also these older people who aren't taking it seriously. It's not really being talked about as much. But I think, I think it goes a little with uh, that crazy guy we talked about last week as well. That said that the elderly is like prepared to uh, offer themselves for the economy. Right. I know there there there, there is some truth to that to a certain point. And I, I do think, I do think, uh, I think I see that, especially when, when I talk to people that are very much older, like even older than my dad and things like that. It's like, oh, I lived a long life. If I die of this, I, I will die anyway. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess. But I, I just don't think people understand that it's not the, the whole concept of spreading it at, at self-isolation or isolation in and of itself uh it just takes one person to be walking around to infect everybody right that's the that's the part that i think people are missing uh right it's not about you yeah. and you're if you whatever you right. do this or you do that but if you go around and you touch stuff and then somebody comes and touches it after you yeah uh but these people uh, should be happy, like you said. They passed this disaster bill, two trillion dollar, two trillion dollar, trillion dollars from that's one hundred and one point seven trillion pounds coronavirus aid bill. This is the largest in economic stimulus uh, history. Oh, U.S. history. Sorry, the vote was delayed by a last minute uh, row between Republicans and Democratic senators on an. Um, oh, over unemployment benefits, the plan includes direct payments of $1,200 to most American adults and aid to help small businesses and pay workers. Mm-hmm. Uh, more than 21,000 people with coronavirus have died across the world. Right, that, it, that's gone way up. Uh, yeah, this, I mean, this bill, it does not do enough, and it gives huge... Oh amounts of money to corporations like half half a billion or half a trillion dollars so 500 billion dollars is just going to companies it says here a 500 billion dollar fund to help companies which includes loan 
loans to hard-hit sectors such as the airline industry. Yeah. Um, which there was one airline industry that said, or one airline company who said, basically, uh, we don't want your money if we're going to have to uh, pay it back. So they don't really need the money. This is the thing right. about all these businesses getting getting the money before giving it to actual Americans is that these companies uh, should have... If you're a company who after a week of not having somebody fly in a plane, you completely go under... That should be an issue. That should be a sign right there that that company wasn't solvent to begin with. If that makes sense, right? I totally agree. Yeah, and that if this happens again, we're just gonna have to bail them out again, or even something smaller right. than this after this. And we're creating the same kind of two thousand eight uh, problem where this is the biggest problem: is that we're giving all this money to these c corporations. And they're going to have all the money. And then everybody who doesn't have money now, like all these small businesses, these corporations will just start buying up all the small businesses. And what you end up with is like three or four businesses like we see in like the media where there's like two or three companies that own the entire, right. like every yeah. TV channel and every everything else. It's going to be the same for grocery right. stores. It's going to be the same right. for hardware stores. It's going to be the same for everything in our life is going to be three different companies and that the we have the illusion of choice now that's completely going to be gone after this crisis mm -hmm. and we don't have it in the news but uh wimbledon is cancelled i saw that this morning yeah that just happened yeah, like is, this morning and that is the first time since world war uh two i almost said three there <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> It feels like World War Three. <laughs> yes, but yeah, no, it's the first time since World War Two, so that's pretty big. It was a big concert that was cancelled in August in Scotland uh, today as well. So things things are being cancelled, and I I wondered I, because I I talked a little to my dad about it today uh, about Eurovision. Uh, because uh, uh, him, him and me are very interested in that. And I, I talked to him, uh, are we at the point where everything will be cancelled out 2020? Are we at the point where, where, where people are looking into moving everything into 2021? Because it feels very like that with the entertainment industry. Especially this week. I mean, every like, every oh. type of... Like, uh, I don't think we're going to go back to a normal... Like, what, what, people are like, oh, I just want to get back to normal. I want to get back to... I, I think normal is... There is no going back to what we considered normal before this. In the sense that... Uh, do you think that going to a movie theater and seeing a movie with a packed movie theater, like a Star Wars... Uh, first day of Star Wars where there's lines of people for like a day before the movie comes out and then you go into the theater and it's packed with people. Is that conceivable anytime soon? Think about that. Like, Not even in 2020, no. Like the th uh, well, even after, after this all blows over, do you think people... Uh, 
Another thing is like uh, hand, shaking hands. Do you think we're gonna go back to just everybody shaking hands with each other? You know what I mean? Like, I, I think the the idea of going to a movie theater with a whole bunch of people is gonna be like seen as like this is not something we do anymore. I think the movie theater industry is gonna go completely out of business. I mean, we we were talking about them touching elbows last week. Remember? Right. Uh, I mean, in the chess, in the chess yeah. match, and then Biden and yeah. and Bernie at the debate and everything. Like, is that going to be the new normal? Or are we going to be touching weenuses? Is is weenus touching going to be the new normal instead of handshaking? Yeah, no, I totally agree. Uh, yeah, again, we don't have this in news, but uh, uh, the chess tournament that we talked about last week uh, got cancelled in the middle of the tournament. Uh, so there, there is no challenger for Magnus Carlsen as we speak, and that is going to be was going to be in November, December, that right. match for the world title. So there's still time to do that if if they want to continue doing it. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. But I mean, it only know. takes two people to play chess, and you can leave them in the room by themselves. Everybody else can be on, you know right. outside. So I think it's possible yes, to do that. But the tournament to get uh, him uh, a player is the problem. Play against. Right, but even then, you still only need two people in the room for each game. Sure. You don't have to like have them all. You know, like a normal chess tournament, tournament, you'd have all these people in the room at once playing against each other. But you could do it one by one. It's possible. It just take a lot longer. Uh, speaking of taking a lot longer, right. and uh, possibly only having a few people in the room, a pastor. In Florida, uh, did not want to have only a few people in the room because he was arrested uh, after his mega church refused uh, to not hold services on Sunday. A pastor arrested for violating rules amid coronavirus outbreak. Uh, officials have arrested a pastor of a mega church after detectives said he held two Sunday services with hundreds of people and violated the safe safer at home order. Uh, in place to limit the spread of the virus. According to jail records, uh, the pastor turned himself in to authorities Monday afternoon. Uh, oh, he turned himself in. Uh, he was charged with unlawful assembly and viol violation of public health emergency order. Bail was set at only $500. That's not very much. According to the jail's website, and he was released after posting bond. Hillsborough Sheriff Chad Cronster said it was said in a news conference Monday that he negotiated with the pastor to turn himself into the authorities. Uh, the church is located in Tampa, Florida. Of course it is. Shame on this pastor, the legal staff and their leaders of this staff for forcing us to do our job. It's not what we wanted to do during a declared state of emergency. This guy said, we are hopeful this it will be a wake-up call. Yeah, please, wake up for people. Don't go to church. I feel like everybody should go God back and, and watch the last <laughs> season of Happy, season two of Happy, which was all yes. about Easter. Yes. And like this, uh, it was like a, what's a cabal between like these creepy uh, child molester <laughs> guy and like the Catholic church right. to create Easter into this whole new thing.
I feel like that that season of that show was like the new Demolition Man. Like in five years, we're gonna look back at that and be like, "Oh my God, it, it, it knew everything." <laughs> yeah, no, it, <laughs> that's very true. But uh, you know, I I read this and I was like, we have to talk about this because it's it's so silly. Because we 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 talked about it last week about this pastor that was selling things illegal. And now we have this other pastor. It's like, oh, if you believe in God, you have to believe that he will forgive you for not going to church during Corona times. Like, he created Corona, so... Well, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. It's not only this guy, but hundreds of people came to the church, right? So those all those people uh, also think the same way this guy does. So like, the pastor is to blame... But- but all those people still came. He didn't for he didn't like put the guns to everybody's head and force them into the church. They all went went to the church themselves. So, uh, you know, what are you gonna do? I guess. But, uh, yeah. But uh, hey, look, talking uh, talking about creeps. Let's talk about Norwegian <laughs> <a> creep. <laughs> a Norwegian school quit using video calls after a naked man uh, guessed the meeting link. A school in Norway has stopped using the popular video conferencing service Whereby, uh, which I've never used, uh, after a naked man never apparently guessed the... Uh, yeah, Whereby. Hmm. It must be like a school, you know, like an educational educational service or something like that. Uh, apparently guessed the video, the, the link to the video lesson, according to, the, to NRK. The man exposed himself in front of several young children on the video call. The theory, according to the report, is the man guessed the meeting idea and joined the video call. One expert quoted in the story that some that said some are looking for the links. Uh, last year, security researchers told TechCrunch that malicious users could access and listen to Zoom and WebEx video meetings by cycling through different per- permutations of media- meeting IDs in bulk. So you, if you had a program that just... Uh, put meeting IDs into the the search function, but it, the program would just continuously search. It would start with whatever, 1A, and then it would go 1B, 1, 1C, right. and it would just continue. Uh, if you did that, you could eventually just find all these different meetings. Uh, they're talking about Zoom and WebEx. Uh, the researchers said the flaw worked because many meetings were not protected by a passcode. School and workplace places across the world embrace are embracing remote teaching as number of those infected by the coronavirus strain uh continues to climb there are uh right norway currently has 3300 confirmed cases so yeah everybody is using these platforms right now for teleconferencing and everything and these this guy obviously just some kind of weird creep that wants to you know this is like uh when i was a kid in the 80s there was like this image of the guy in the trench coat who would walk down yes. the street and flash yes. people. Yes, this is the trench coat guy just in a digital age. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the blotter. Do you call it the blotter in in English? Uh, fl- flasher. We called him. That's what oh, we called flasher. him when I was a kid. But I, like, I don't think the guy in the trench coat meme has been a thing since probably the 90s you know what i mean like once the internet was invented i don't think that was a thing anymore 
I don't know if it was ever real or if it was just a weird scare tactic to to frighten you to think that there's a, like somebody out to get you. I have no idea, but it probably was a real thing to somebody, right? I guess so. Speaking uh, of Zoom, yeah. what the hell is Zoom, yeah. and where did it come from, and why is everybody <laughs> using it? I have no clue. It's just I like everybody, no like with two, two weeks, and all of a sudden Zoom, everybody's like, "Oh yeah, I, I'm using Zoom." Uh, why is it? <sighs> why did everybody decide this is the thing? To, like, there's many different video conferencing services to use, but everybody's like, "Oh, yeah. Zoom! It Zoom is the best Zoom. thing." And, like, I've seen it. I've used it once or twice, and it's it's Stickham. It's, it's a slightly Stickham. Remember Stickham where it was, like, multiple boxes and you had, like, the main box yeah. that the person would talk? It's Stickham except with uh, extra video boxes, basically. That's the way I see it. It's a shit thing. But, uh, yeah, talking about creeps, uh, Joe Biden faces uh, sexual assault allegations from former... Yeah, in the statement uh, on Friday, his campaign manager, Kate Beddingfield, said women uh, have a, a right to tell their story and reporters have an obligation uh, to rightlessly write those claims. We encourage them to do so because these allegations are false. But uh, yeah, uh, so this happened in 1993, right? It says here... Joe Biden is facing a new sexual assault allegation from a woman named Tara Reid, who says she has been trying to share her story since 1993 when it allegedly happened. Reid's allegation comes in the midst of Biden's presidential campaign and is consistent with other stories women have shared about their discomfort with the way Biden has touched them. Reid was a staff assistant for Biden in 1993 when she claims he digitally raped her. So... Not with, like, a computer. It means, like, your digits, like, one of your fingers. Your digit, right, digits. Right. right. Yes, yes, uh, yes. She told part of her story in 2019 when Lucy Flores wrote the cut about the inappropriate way Biden smelled her hair and kissed the top of her head. At the time, several other women came forward to say Biden had touched them in ways that made them feel uncomfortable, including Reed, who said Biden put, her ha- put his hands on her shoulders and ran... His fingers up and down her neck. Now she has detailed what she says is is is, is the enti- entirety of the whole experience uh, on the Katie Halper show, which is actually another podcast podcast on SoundCloud. Shout out to SoundCloud yeah. podcast people. Whoop, whoop. In the house. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, no. Um, I find it very interesting that. Uh, it, this is not talked about at all. Uh, did and you I, notice where this is? Uh, yeah, okay, so yeah. officially this broke on Yahoo News, uh, this story that we're reading, right? But if you look up there, for some reason, it's under Yahoo Lifestyle now. Originally, it yeah. was under this the main news thing. And then it, they moved it to the sports section, this article. Yep. was in Yahoo Sports mm-hmm. for some reason. And we were, I was like, what does this have to do with sports, right? Somebody talked to the people at Yahoo and they said because Tara Reid was giving Joe Biden a gym bag uh, in her story, that's why they put it in the sports section. And then they moved it to the lifestyle section. Yeah. uh, 
<coughs> I'm not really sure why they, this is in the lifestyle section. Uh, I don't know if this is, these accusations are true. I don't know what's true and what's not about this whole thing. But the f weird part here is the double standard that we're seeing when it comes to yeah. Joe Biden, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, perfectly... Uh, one of the things that uh, we need to talk about because you and me have seen a video about the double standard in this case and I find it appalling that uh, she lies because it's Joe Biden and only because it's Joe Biden and every other woman has to be believed but because it's Joe Biden we can't believe her and I find that very strange because this is not talked about. Like we said, Yahoo Lifestyle is the only fucking place we found this article. There's one article from Vox, I think, but... Uh, right. I, I mean, this has been covered by a lot of people. Uh, it, this isn't Online. like... Yeah. This was told by the uh, the person who's the accuser. I've listened to the podcast and multiple other interviews right. with this it lady is. on yeah. internet news or independent news. But the mainstream right. media has completely failed to cover it and even covered it up, I would say. Uh, which is just weird because it we've come out of the Me Too movement and now all of a sudden uh, the same people who were all for the Me Too movement are saying, hey, you need to shut up uh, right. in, the, in the midst of Joe Biden being accused of the exact same things. Which, I mean, right. we've seen... Cre there's a reason Trump calls him Sleepy Joe Biden. Everybody goes, that doesn't make sense. Why would he call him Sleepy Joe? He's not like Sleepy. That doesn't mean he... It's because Trump is using it as a, a dog whistle in the sense that what he really means is Creepy Joe Biden, but he can't say Creepy because the media would jump all over him. So he says Sleepy because it sounds the same. And so it's not. this is not a new allegation in the sense that we all know that Joe Biden has been creepy to women in the past. This is right. literally rape, <laughs> not being what? creepy to somebody. This is a rape allegation. So you have, it has to be either taken seriously and investigated, and it's not. It's just not being done because people are trying to cover for Joe Biden, and this is not how we're going to beat Donald Trump. If you if you don't want Donald Trump in office, uh, this needs to be put out there and put on the table because if we don't do it as people on the left. Trump is right. definitely going to do it, right? Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's going to throw shit in Biden's face. Then, uh, uh, the day he becomes the nominee. I mean, he's already doing, doing it, so... Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's just, like, incredibly, insanely stupid. And the, just the double standard of uh, believe all women until this woman, right. because we don't, yeah. because it's inconvenient to our like agenda. Uh, it's just right. ridiculous. Um, uh, but but, but uh, I, in, in the same way, I have to say, let, let's say, let's say this allegation was against Sanders, like Bernie Sanders, right? And uh, and. And we would give it uh, the same fucking space as we uh, we gave it to Biden. The difference is, if it happened to Sanders, you can bet 
left. All the media on the left would run the fuck on with it. Right, or, or Trump. Or, or basically anybody else, yeah. Right. So it's the standards that we were asking for. Not that we believe her or don't believe her. I have absolutely no opinion about, about that because I don't know. Right, exactly. I, I mean, there. it's the same thing we said about uh, the Kavanaugh things or a few other things. Yeah. In the past, go listen to our podcast when we covered those things and we said it could be true, it could not be true. We don't, we're not here to make a judgment <laughs> on that. It's just, uh, nope. there, it, a lot of people, the argument would be, well, this is a very convenient time for her to come out when he's uh, right. right when he's about to maybe become the nominee for the but, Democratic Party. But, but then it was convenient when Donald Trump became the president and everyone came out as well. Exactly. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But, right. but so, you, then you also have to put in consideration, well, uh, when somebody does get to a point where they're going to be in, put into this massive amount of power, that's when somebody who is feeling conflicted about this kind of thing is going to go, wow, I don't want this person that did these horrible things to me to be in power. So maybe I should tell everybody now because before they actually get into the, like a position of major power uh, where they can hurt more people like they did me. So uh, in that same sense, you have to consider that would be a reason why they would come out when the person is uh, but th other people see it as oh they're just using it as a political tool so it's 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 never going to be convenient when somebody comes out with this kind of thing um it there just has to be a, a regular standard and when the same people who were saying one thing about one accuser say the opposite thing about another accuser because it's not convenient what? for their uh their narrative of what's happening in the world, that's that's when there's an issue. I agree. Hey, in nine months, how many babies do you think will be around the world? Because I think there will be a baby boom in December. Yeah, we've talked about this, the coronials, right? Coronials, yeah. Now now it's going to be even more coronials. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it. Cannolis. Yeah, we'll call them cannolis. Delicious. Yeah. Uh, because there will be a condom so, uh, shortage. Tell me about that. Uh, it says here, uh, from, this is from Kuala Lumpur from Reuters, a global shortage of condoms is looming. The world's biggest producer said after coronavirus lockdown forced, forced it to shut down production. Uh, Malaysia's Carex BHD makes one of f one in every five condoms globally. It has not produced a single condom from its three Malaysian factories in more than a week due to lockdown imposed by the government. Uh, that's already a short f fall from the hundred million condoms normally marketed internationally by brands such as Direct, supplied by state healthcare systems. Uh, in Britain, such as the NHS, or distributed by programs such as the UN Population Fund. The company was given permission to restart production on Friday, but was only given 50% of its workforce under special exemption from critical industries. So they're, Malaysia's now considering it a critical industry. So they're at 50% production of condoms, and this is one one-fifth of the condoms globally are produced by Malaysia. Um, this could be an issue. 
Yeah, it could be an issue that uh, we all of a sudden see a lot of kids around the December. <laughs> Everybody is pregnant. I think that just this just adds to it because, like, we knew that yeah. people were if everybody's quarantined, you know, people are gonna uh, get bored and they're gonna they're gonna have sex and then we're gonna end up with kids. Yep. That was kind of, but now we're also seeing that one fifth of the world's condoms are just kind of gone, so that's gonna increase the amount of people having sex unprotected. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. So I think you're I think you're a hundred percent correct. We're gonna see a baby boom. In in a, a year maybe. Yeah, nine months. I, I would yeah, nine months to a year, something something in that range, uh, or you know some somewhere around there. Uh, we're gonna look back at it, and it's gonna be kind of like the baby boom uh, yeah. from after the war, uh, from after World War Two and everything else. That's, I mean, it's interesting. The other thing is. Here in America, at least, I'm not sure how it is in Norway, but we're seeing an increase in uh, calls of domestic violence because couples are of stuck course. inside with each other and they're getting, you know, right. getting in arguments, and then you have domestic vi- violence. But a lot of people, uh, you know, they're the get in a fight and and screw afterwards to make up, and that can also make babies as well. So, right, uh, there was. Doctor in Norway that came on the NRK station and said that they had a troubling low number of kids in their emergency that uh, was uh, mm, taken there because of uh, damages uh, uh, like from from parents. So there there's many dark numbers because the school system in Norway. It's like if if you have bruises and things like that uh, in school, you're sent to the hospital. And the hospital is saying now that those numbers have gone down because there is no school nurses that can see it anymore. Do you understand? Right, okay. Yeah, so they, they, uh, they can't see that the uh, kids are getting abused because... They're not in school anymore. So they were worried that people are getting abused, but nobody's there to the, nobody's there to see the Yeah, uh, right, exactly, to take action against it. I think people are just getting stuck in the in their houses with uh, people and uh cabin fever is a real thing. You know what I mean? It, I mean they right. make they've made the horror movie Cabin Fever, but it, it right. uh, people really do um kind of lose it after a while and and i think mm. we need some kind of outlets i guess zoom is one of those outlets that people are using i mean we make fun of it but there's lots of different outlets for people uh to kind of uh get out their feelings of uh anxiety i think i think there's a lot of anxiety oh, yeah. and some people are feeling like they're stuck in their house i mean if you're in new york don't leave your house, but if you're in a place where you can go to a park, maybe go to the park, you know, this or that. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Uh, there was a, a, a thing in, in Norwegian news where they were thinking of... Uh, in Norway, we have something called Vinmonopole, and they are the only one that can sell liquor that is stronger than 4.6%. Okay? Okay. 
So they are a specialty uh, alcohol store. Yeah, okay. yeah, more or less. Yes, but it's it's driven by the state, and they they said that they were looking into closing it because they were uh, afraid of alcoholics getting uh, like now closed in and more violence because of uh, uh, also drinking too much because they are forced to be inside and having more access to alcohol and not being at work and not functioning as as good as they were and could have more relapses. So they were thinking of closing the sale of alcohol stronger than 4.6%. I feel like there would be more problems around that than... I agree. Right. (laughs) I think there would be a revolt against that kind of... I mean, just look at what happened in America when we stopped the sale of alcohol. You know, what happened? We just... Uh, encourage people encouraged illegal uh, alcohol and then you, what ends up happening is you end up with mafia and gangs and underground sales so it's just it's just a bad idea in general when you when you realize the ram, ramifications of something like that but I understand where they were coming from it's it's a place of caring for people with right. problems but yeah they're just the wrong fucking solution <laughs> Talking about the wrong fucking solution, hey, Biden slapped Sanders supporters in the face. That's right. Uh, We talked about Joe Biden a few weeks ago saying that he didn't believe, I guess it was in the debate, he said uh, single, that he didn't believe the single payer would help with the coronavirus outbreak. Uh, He said that again just a few days ago. So let's go ahead and listen to this really quick and then we'll talk about it. In three, two, one. Are you now reconsidering your position when it comes to single payer health care? Single payer will not solve that at all. The thing that is needed is, for example, we have a whole number of hospitals that are being so stretched, including rural hospitals, they're going to need more financing. That doesn't come from a single payer system. That comes from the federal government stepping up and dealing oh, from with the, the federal government that they have, okay. the reimbursement that they're going to get, how they're going to be able to move So health care from the federal government, not a single payer system. From. Provide all the needed help that are needed in their communities. Not this the is same. an opportunity to look at re- Reconstructing the healthcare system in a way that, in fact, can respond more rapidly and more and more and more effectively to these Hello, kinds of crises because it's going to come again. So there you go. So his solution, yeah. he says, we don't need single payer because that that won't help. Uh, we don't need Medicare for all because that won't help with uh, this virus. What we need is for the government to get involved and help out hospitals and doctors. And give them money so that they can uh, treat patients. Oh wait, isn't that Medicare? For- did he just <laughs> did he just say the exact opposite of what he was trying to say? Or it's the same. yes, yes, <laughs> he was saying I don't want this, but I'm proposing this. The exact same thing I'm saying that isn't going to help is exactly what I'm proposing. Yeah, but what uh, I think he's saying is just for the virus, like just we just need to take care of. The this, but you know, if you get cancer, uh, right. that isn't covered. <laughs> that because that that right. that's not part of single payer. There was a big thing yesterday. A Bernie Sanders person on Twitter uh, responded to somebody saying, saying basically the same thing, saying, uh, mm-hmm. "Oh, it was Kamala Harris." Kamala Harris was saying that we don't need Medicare for all. A Bernie Sanders supporter 
uh, actually one of the people in his campaign uh, said, uh, are you saying we should treat people with coronavirus, but we shouldn't treat people with cancer uh, for free? Because they got this disease uh, instead of that disease, they should be they should die, basically. Uh, and the whole Twitterverse went insane, basically, because uh, the mainstream media people were saying, oh, you're 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 telling these people that uh, you're offending people with cancer by saying this. Right. Uh, and it just ridiculous in the sense that how can you deny the fact that Medicare for all right now would be a good thing? It doesn't make I any know. sense whatsoever. And they're still doing it. <laughs> I know. It is so fucking stupid. I can't. Uh, 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 for me, for me, it's so atrociously stupid. Why don't people fucking get this? It is so weird. Uh, hey, uh, John is uh, going to tell the truth this week, and uh, what is he going to talk about, Luke? Uh, yeah, he's going to talk about killing people for the economy. Hello, this is Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. Today I'm going to talk about honesty. Yes, it comes to the case of Donald Trump again. Yeah, I try not to talk much about him, but in these corona days, I have to, unfortunately. The last week... A lot of conservatives talked about we have to keep on doing what we do, live as Americans, do what the fuck we want, because we cannot do it differently or the nation will die. Yes, they ask people to die for the economy. Die for the economy. Even the vice governor of Texas said so. And, and Glenn Beck followed. Well, it's okay to say that as long as you don't have to die yourself. But i sometimes I'm glad about it, honestly, because it's something Trump have been honest about. It's the bullshit America do. Yes. When, why are people surprised that conservatives want people to die for the economy? Let me take some history lessons there. Why are we talking about the Cold War? The strategy of a nuclear attack uh, was that 10% percent of the population could die. I think they had numbers up to 40% they can sacrifice because of a nuclear war. Yeah, they could sacrifice for their American principles. A lot of times during history, Americans go to war just because of the economy. So you're willing to sacrifice people for the economy. The coup in Chile for the American economy. The, the throne over the democratic government in Iran in the 50s. U.S. economy again. All the different rights of left, uh, extreme right, you have support in Latin America every time some regime goes against your economical interest, you have sacrificed people. So, what is different this time? It, you are shocked because they ask to sacrifice you, the American people. Not they ask to you to sacrifice, but America have for many years been willing to sacrifice anyone else. If it had been a survey in the United States that should we go to war against Saudi Arabia or any country in the Middle East to hold the oil prices down because it's good for America? I think a lot of people said, okay, it doesn't bother me. So, what is different this time? You're going to feel something 
that we haven't you, you haven't felt before. A lot of Americans have gone to war. Yes, they have been in wars, but they have sent people other places. You have never lived in a war zone. When you when you talk about war against the virus, it's it's right. It's a war against the virus. But now the difference is you are in the war zone. Deal with that. How many lives is good for them? Now you're talking about 250,000, maybe 300,000, 350. It's very strange to look at this. While Americans are piling up weapons, the Dutch people are piling up cannabis. That's so, some of the difference. Yeah, you can laugh about it, but it's very funny in some way. It's not all the people who die of the sickness, it's also the people who die because your healthcare system already is broken. Yeah. And the same people who now want to make more money try to make more money on this crisis and they are supported by politicians who says it's all right. And this is from the both parties. This is going to get ugly. And if not, what, no, only one election will help that. Your system will continue to exist. Even if Bernie Sanders is elected, because there's so much more to it than change. That America you have has to change from the roots. Not only, only with some major victory from either, either party. That's what you have to think about. But people, how many people are willing to sacrifice? And how many people around the world are willing to sacrifice? Because the world is going to be a different place when this is finished. All is all about what kind of world you want it to be. Because the war is happening. We cannot win it. But you can win the peace afterwards. This is Trump with Trump tells the truth. Stay safe. Thank you for sending us that, Tron. If you want to send us something, you can do that to anotherdigitalcitizen at gmail.com. That's anotherdigitalcitizen at gmail.com. If you want us to play something that you record, please make it around five minutes. Not longer than five minutes. Yeah, not longer. More Three minutes is probably even better. Yes, between three, three and four minutes, some somewhere. We we, we 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 would love to hear from you. Uh, we are on Twitter at podcast ADC. That's at podcast ADC. We are a member of Pod All the Time Network. Tell me about Pod All the Time Network. Uh, that's right, Pod All the Time Network. Uh, go there, and check them out on Twitter at at Pod All the Time PM. That's at pod all the time pn uh there's a whole bunch of other podcasts on there including us uh and a history of a haunting podcast which is a historical and paranormal podcast so if you're into like ghosts and paranormal stuff uh hosted by carrie and archie two people winging it in life and on this podcast (laughs) much like somebody else i know (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, go and check them. And where were they at Twitter again? Uh, I I lost it. Oh, uh, go to our Facebook group. It's another digital citizen on Facebook. That's another digital citizen on Facebook. We have an open Facebook page, so it's pretty easy to become a member, I would say. 
Yeah, you just add yourself. I don't need to add you. I, for some reason, sometimes it'll be like, hey, you, do you want to add this person? And I'm like, it's an open group. Why are you asking me this Facebook, stupid Facebook? Right. Uh, <laughs> we do have a message from somebody on our last show. So if you want to post something under this show for us to talk about on the next show, we will. Jeremy sent us something saying about last show. Uh, Luke, do you not watch Stranger Things? If you did, you would know who Maya Hawk. You would know Maya Hawk. So I guess Maya Hawk last week was in uh, the movie from another digital review from. Oh, and okay, I didn't yeah. know who that mm-hmm. was. Right? Apparently, she apparently she's in Stranger Things. I I didn't know. Uh, also, her parents are Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawk. So that, ah. ah, and he says, so the nepotism cronyism of Hollywood pretty much guarantees her success. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we will talk about Jeremy later this uh, week because I actually watched something with Jeremy this week. So Cool. We'll talk about that in the movie round. But uh, let's talk about TV shows because... Holy mother of goose had Tiger King has become popular all of a sudden. Everybody's talking about it. I feel like they were all talking about it last week, but this week it, it's like, I expected the hype to be over by this week, and it's still oh. like at 100, oh. 100, yeah. <laughs> it's like 110% <laughs> away. Yeah, no, it's just like, I, I, I love it. I I've I've said it's one of my favorite shows on Netflix this year. Uh, Luke doesn't agree, but we agree to disagree on this show. Uh, but the popularity of Netflix Tiger King prompts Sheriff to ask for leads in the 1997 cold case. Mild spoilers for 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 Tiger King coming up right now. But uh, <laughs> the Hillary County Sheriff jumped to, to the show's uh, success. Ask for a new uh, info of the uh, disappearance of Jack Don Luce, Carol Baskin's former husband, that they in the show indicate maybe gave uh, her husband to the Tigers. (laughs) Right. Uh, So the Florida sheriff uh, is opening an investigation into this, which I guess is not, I mean, We've seen this in the past with Netflix documentaries. I want to say it, how to make, yeah, how to make a murderer. That opened a whole new investigation to, into that, and yeah. ended up finding somebody actually uh, did something wrong. Uh, another thing that right. happened with this whole thing is that the uh, Joe Exotic is suing the people who made the documentary for like sixty-four yep. million dollars or something. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. It was atrociously much money, that's for sure. Yeah, he didn't like how he was portrayed in that documentary. I don't know how he saw it from the inside of the prison, but sure. Well, maybe he just heard about it. Like, maybe people told him, you know, maybe his boyfriend, one of his boyfriends, or husbands, I guess, called him up and was like, hey, uh, they made this documentary, and I was in it, and they made us look like idiots. That's possible that, you know... That's what happened. <laughs> um, but we, we also got some good news. Uh, yeah, Lock and Key renewed for season two, which only makes sense because if you've read the book, yeah. this didn't really wrap up everything that happens to the book. So, oh, it didn't. 
Uh, I'm very happy to see that because it was one of my favorite shows last year. I want to say it was from this year. Oh, it's from this year? Really? Lock and Key? Uh, I, yeah, I could be wrong. Maybe it was from, like, December. It, it, it's uh, it's kind of getting mixed up. By, it was either from December right. or, like, January, so it could have been January, from this year. Yeah. Yeah. Could, yeah. Uh, another thing from Netflix, Messiah gets canceled, which we covered the first season of that, and we were kind of questioning, hey, should there be a season two? Will there not be a season two? Apparently no season two of Messiah, um, which it looks like I'm from okay. what I've read... Yeah. The director or the pe- people who made it were planning on having a season two. Yeah, yeah, but I, I'm I'm okay with it with the ending it had. Uh, I, I'm 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 okay with it. It's not like it's super up in the air. You, uh, the like weird part shows. is I I had said to you and somebody else who wa- watched it. Uh, on my recommendation, they they watch it and were talking to me. Hey, what does this mean? How would they make a second season? And I was like, well, the second season would clearly be, uh, you know, the end times where you know uh, right. the four horsemen of the apocalypse come and yes. all, all the yes. the seven uh, the seven different uh, signs of the apocalypse would happen and all this. Right. That would be season two. And I think right yes. now with everything that's going on, maybe not the best time to put out. Something like some a TV show like that, right? Right. Um, but there are also uh, in other TV news, uh, Killing Eve series uh, three, season three is uh, released early due to coronavirus. Take me through this. I don't know what show. I've never seen this show, so you better go through it. Oh, you've never seen Killing Eve? No. Really? Wow, it's so good one of my favorite shows. I'm very, very happy about this. Eva and Valenu will be back on our screens uh, earlier than planned after COVID-19 causes The Walking Dead finale to perspire. Nobody cares about that. <laughs> they still think people care about The Walking Dead. Nobody's cared about The Walking Dead in like four years. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Kelly Game has delighted uh, fans by announcing its third season will be released two weeks early. The female lead spy drama is available to stream on in the UK uh, on the iPlayer from uh, 6 a.m. Monday the 13th of April, so next week, and 90, 9 p.m. local time in the US on Sunday 12th on a BBC America and AMC. So this is good news for me because I loved season one and two. So I can't wait for season three. Uh, yeah, and everybody can see it because AMC. If you have AMC, uh, I mean that's like a standard cable satellite channel for anybody in America. Um, right. Or if you have Hulu, I'm pretty sure all AM stu- AMC stuff is also on Hulu. So. Uh, and and if you're in the UK, it's on the iPlayer. So yeah, everybody can watch this. I'd have to see the first two seasons because I've never seen any of this. But sure. Hey, did you know that uh, Grey's Anatomy has a spin-off show? Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Okay. Did you know that? Uh, I remember there being a spin-off show with what the uh, what's her name. Uh, I can't remember what her name is, but I remember there being a spin-off show of this. Yes, 
Okay. Because I didn't know before this week. Because I saw season one of Station 19. I did not know this was a thing before this week. It is uh, uh, where Grace Autonomy follows doctors. This is following firemen and firewomen of Station 19. Uh, I saw the first season. I'm going to give it a six. It's not fucking amazing, but here is Grace Autonomy, to be honest. So... Uh, uh, yeah, if you're interested in firemen and like Grace Autonomy, see Station 19, I guess. How is a fire station related to that? So, uh, one of the main actors in Grace Autonomy... Anatomy. Uh, I remember Anatomy, sorry. <laughs> I love that you have to correct me every fucking time. Um, <laughs> um, uh, is married uh, to one of, uh, well, in in the show, is married to one that is in this show. So that's how they connected. And uh, some of the people that they save in Station Nineteen need to go to the hospital, where we also meet people from Grace. Uh, yes. Okay, so, okay, is it Sandra O? Oh? Is that the person who is the person that's the connection between the two of them? No, it, it's it's uh, uh, Jason Winston that plays Ben Warren, that plays the husband of the uh, Afro-American big lady. I don't remember. Her oh, name. okay. See, I could have sworn there was, like, a Sandra O oh spinoff of Grey's Anatomy at some point. Maybe, like, a while ago, okay. but, hmm. Okay. Uh, let's see, what did I see? Let's start with finales. Uh, Project Blue Book Season 2 finale. Yeah. Did you get to see this? I did. Uh, yeah, this season was... Re- there was one episode of this season I didn't like, but other than that, I thought it yeah. was really good. I... I let's see. I watched six episodes of this this week to get, like get caught up and then get to see the finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I saw a bunch of this this week, but uh, there was one episode where they were in where they go to uh, Alaska and there's like a yeah. bomber that uh, a, a supposedly American sure, bomber yeah. that crashes, but then there's these two Russian guys, and it's all in the woods. And it literally has nothing to do with the rest of the plot as far as, like, the season goes. And it was kind of out of place and didn't make any sense why it was in in this season. Other than the fact that it was probably based on a true story, which is, like, a lot of what the show is. Um, I really like the one episode of this season where they go on the film set of uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. (laughs) <laughs> because yeah. the guy who is a real person or was a real person in real life that this show is based off of was somebody who was working with uh, wor- working with the the crew to kind of get everything right with thir- uh, thir- uh, with that movie. Uh, the The whole season has been really good. I what did you think about the cliffhanger of this season? Uh. 
I think uh, it wasn't as interesting at all, uh, as least uh, as uh, last season finale, because last season finale was totally bonkers uh, and and led up to this season. But I'm interested to see where they go from here. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the storyline with the Russians and everything—that's kind of um, that's kind of where we're going to go into the next season. Uh, last season, the cliffhanger, when I think about it, didn't really go anywhere, did it? Uh, no, and that's that's one of the things that surprised me, is how little a- aliens was in this show. Uh, yeah, well, I think the one time we really thought something was going to happen is when they go into the bunker, mm-hmm. the underground bunker in Area 51 where they get the they get the key card from the guy uh, and they go into the thing and they're like, oh, they must have cleared out because it's just a giant empty hangar, basically. Uh, that's the one time I thought, oh, we're really going to get something and, and we really didn't. Uh, in the one scene where they're showing uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, the that's episode opens up and they show you this alien coming out of the craft and everything and you and it pans back and you realize it's all just a a movie i I mean that was very good uh overall i give the season 8.5 yeah i would give it an eight i think it's up there i i think the last season was a little better half a point better I'm just surprised okay. that this is on History Channel for how good it is. But I yes, <laughs> we say that every time we talk about this. <laughs> it is weird that it's on History Channel because it doesn't fit in there at all. Well, it is based on true story. Like this, this guy's life really right. did. But, so it's like based on a historical events, but like loosely based right. on historical events for sure. Very, very loosely based. Very loosely based. Uh, I seen uh, episode three and four of Devs this week uh, because my dad wanted to see the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to binge it, so I was going to wait it. But but both my uh, dad and his girlfriend wanted to watch it. So okay, I I watched it. I still like it. It's very good. I I still recommend it very much to people that are looking for something very. Uh, good and mysterious. Uh, I think it's it's one of my my favorite shows to watch right now. I want to say there's five episodes out, and I think there's only like three more episodes after this. So uh, now would be a good yes, time to get in, so. or wait for like three weeks, and then you can binge the whole thing, like Fro was was going to. Uh-huh. I've seen the first three episodes, and I think I'll probably binge the rest of it in the in the last week. It's very good. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it, everything that I've seen up till now has been really good. Yeah. Uh, Prodigal Son season one finale. I did not see this. I feel like the show has been going on my entire life because it's like <laughs> the longest show ever. I I watched uh, eight episodes of this. There's like eighteen episodes. So I I had watched ten episodes. Uh, um, I think after Christmas they went on a break, and I saw like one episode after that. But then everything after right. January, I hadn't seen any of the episodes. So I binged a bunch of this this week um i think i'm 12 episodes behind i would say it's worth 
watching uh, up until the finale. I definitely think there's going to be a second season because this show was very popular and they do a cliffhanger. Uh, the acting's really good. Uh, if anybody doesn't know, hey. Prodigal Son is about a guy who's a detective profiler. Profiler, right. Uh, serial killer profiler, but his dad is also a serial killer. Uh, and it's very interesting. Uh, they definitely intertwine both the every episode has a different kind of uh, crime that happens but they intertwine it with the story of this guy's life and the story of his dad's serial killerness uh yeah this season i thought was really good i'm definitely looking forward to the next season i give it a 7.5 i'd recommend it to anybody cool yeah i need to get into that again uh i just uh um, uh, totally fucking forgot about it, to be honest with you. Well, I, I had kind of forgot about it after they went on break uh, after Christmas, and then I started to get... I, I, I realized... what Actually, I saw a commercial for it, and I go, oh yeah, I need to watch that again, so I went back and watched the rest <laughs> of it. Yeah, no, no it's, it, it's not that I forgot about it because it's bad. I just... I... I just forgot about it. Yeah, and there's a lot of content there, uh, even for one yeah. one season, because they're hour-long episodes. There's 18 of them. That's 18 hours of stuff right there. So, Yeah, and I'm 12 episodes behind, so I'm going to guess that I'm going to watch that uh, this week. Cool. Um, I've seen something from Oxygen called The Forgotten West Memphis 3. Okay. Uh, oh, Not a very catchy hard. title. No, and not a very catchy documentary. This is fucking atrociously bad. This is maybe the worst documentary I ever seen in my entire life. I think it is. Yes. Okay. Maybe, maybe the documentary about uh, the girl that got kidnapped on Netflix is worse. Thinking about it, but uh, uh, yeah, uh, you remember the famous. Uh, Memphis 3 case uh, with the kids being arrested and then released. This guy is is now getting back to it and opening the case again to find the ones that were actually guilty instead of the two, four guys that uh, was arrested and then released 18 years ago. Uh, and this is like, this is uh, I have seen all of this material for, uh, before in another doc documentary. There's so fucking much reuse in this documentary that ah. I feel ashamed that it's calling itself a documentary because it doesn't. It isn't a documentary. It's a guy holding a phone, calling some guys and asking for new doc documents and saying to the camera, "Oh, to sheriff." doesn't want to give me the papers I'm asking for. I'm asking all the people out there to hashtag go to this hashtag and tell them to release the documents I'm looking for because I'm super cool and I have made documentaries that have released people before. This is just atrocious, yeah. I give it a zero out of ten. Okay. I don't remember this case at all, but oh, I guess I'd have to see the thing. Uh... Outmatched finale? You remember Outmatched? Did you ever see this? No. I definitely don't remember this. It's an American sitcom 
uh, with the guy from uh, American Pie? All right, about the poor people. Yes. No, I don't know. No, about the, yes. the about the smart kids. Oh, what was you're thinking of? In debt, indebted. Indebted. I am talking. I'm thinking about that. No, yes, Outmatch is the one with kids. the guy from American Pie. Yeah. Uh, on Fox, and it's got the th- the two. Sp- right. They have three kids, I think. No, they have four kids. Three of them are like geniuses. And the two parents are are just regular people, and they're trying to deal with these geniuses. Uh, And then they also have one just normal kid. Uh, Spoiler alert. The very end of this actually does have a cliffhanger. And the cliffhanger is that the normal kid turns out to actually be smarter than all the other kids, but she's been faking it uh, the whole time. That's kind of an interesting twist to the show. Uh... I don't know, it's a stupid American sitcom with a laugh track. I like those. Fro is not a fan of them. I gave this a uh, seven as far as an American sitcom goes. Uh, it's okay, but not, I mean, nothing amazing, but entertaining enough that I'd give it a seven. <laughs> Sounds like a super recommendation. Good enough to give the seven. Um, I'll give it a Coronavirus Isolation 7. How about that? <laughs> uh, I've just seen one other show. Okay. Uh, I'll do a couple then. Uh, Three Busy Debras on Comedy Central. Did you get to see this? No, I really, really wanted to. I found it. Uh, the only place I could find it was it, it's actually on the Comedy Central website uh, for free. Okay. So anybody can watch it, uh, and if you're out of the out of America, probably you could get it with a VPN. Yeah, yeah. If it if you yeah. can't find it, but it's only like a 15 minute show because it's a Adult Swim t- show, right? So most right. Adult Swim shows are 15 minutes. This one, it's about three busy Debras. Uh, I don't know how to describe this other than. It's about these three women who are completely living in this fantasy world, and the whole show is kind of a fantasy world in the sense that they meet for tea, and then one of the Debras is telling a story, and the other one tells a story, and then the last one is like, I have a story about when I drove up to the house and I uh, ran over your pool boy. And they're like, what? (laughs) And they go outside, and the pool boy is, like, dead on the ground, and their neighbor goes... I'm gonna I'm gonna get you for this. I know now. I'm gonna tell the authorities you killed your pool boy. It it is the it's just the weirdest show ever. I don't know how to describe it. Uh, I don't know if I recommend it or not. I'm gonna give it a a five point five. It's barely. It's so in the middle, but uh, you just need to see it. I guess <laughs> it's weird. I have it on my list. I, 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 it just came out on Monday, and I had a, a migraine on Monday. Right. Day, and, okay, so I couldn't find I, it I, anywhere I, else but their website, like uh, anywhere else. So. Oh, I have it downloaded. It's just that I haven't seen it. Like I said, it's only like I think without commercials, it's like twelve minutes. So. Okay. Cool. What else? Oh right, uh, season two, episode one of Tacoma FD. You remember this oh, season yeah. one of this? Tacoma FD is from, well, it's got the guys from Super Troopers, a bunch of them, 
Uh, I think it's by the same people who did Super Troopers. Uh, it's season two. The interesting thing about this show is if you watch it on regular television, you'll see one version. If you go on the uh, True TV app, they have an explicit version where they cuss and there's a lot more. It's like a raunchier version of, of the episode. Uh, so if you can find the explicit right. version online or something like that, I'd recommend watching that. Uh, I'd give the show a seven uh, as well. I, it's very good. Um, it's just, you know, if you've seen Super Troopers, you'll like this. Yeah, I agree. It's a very fun show. I really like it, uh, at least. Uh, season one was very good. Okay. Uh, do you have more? I have just one more thing. I wonder if you saw this, but go ahead. What did you see? Uh, Beef House. Beef House. Okay. I did not see this. This is from Tom and Eric. I'm very surprised that you haven't seen this. Tom and Eric. Oh, Tim and Eric. Uh, Tim, Tim and Eric. Eric. Tim and Sorry. Eric. Yeah. Yes. I'm very surprised that you haven't seen this because it's a multi-camera sitcom uh, on Adult Swim. I'll have to see it, I guess. I'm going to write it down right now. Yeah. Uh, Beef House. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's about Tim, Eric, Ron, and Ben. Uh and uh, Eric's wife, Megan, is that her name? I think so. Sure. Uh, looking on, under uh, one roof, and uh, yeah, uh, I was hoping that you have seen this because I really don't want to talk about it before you have seen it. So I'm not going to spoil anything because you're a very Tim and Eric fan, aren't you? Uh, some of their stuff is good. Some of it's not as good, but yeah, I really like, like, uh, when they first came out, it was really good, but then after a while, it started to feel a little forced, but they've done a bunch of different kind right. of shows, uh, that weren't Tim and Eric, uh, the Tim and Eric show, so. Right, uh, but I'm, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10, <laughs> this first episode, so, that's saying something. Okay, uh, I, what I saw was on the Sci-Fi channel or Siffy channel, uh, Vagrant Queen? Vagrant Queen. Okay. Never ever heard of this. It's a sci-fi show, believe it or not. Uh, it's about... A, it's about this woman who is uh, trying to escape... Okay, so it's in the future in space, and there's like a galactic federation, kind of like Star Wars-esque uh, empire who like runs everything. And this woman is running away from said empire uh, because she was actually the queen of some former planet that was taken over by this empire. And they're trying to kill her because they don't want her to try to retake her throne. Okay. Right? Uh, and it's kind of a comedy? A little bit. There, it's comedic in a way. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of a combination of a lot of things. Um... Star Trek, Star Wars, uh, a whole bunch of other things combined together. It, I want to say it looks kind of like it's based off of maybe a comic book or something like that. Okay. It's the genre they have it down is a space western. Space western. Okay. That's the genre of this. I don't know how to describe it other than that. I gave it a four. It's below average as far as acting is very bad. Uh, a lot of the cinematography, it's a sci-fi show, not great. Uh, 
It kind of comedic, but I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Oh, okay. <laughs> that uh, doesn't sound fun at all. <laughs> I don't know. You like Star Trek more than I do, so you may like this more than I do as well. I'm not sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, oh, yeah, I, we didn't talk about that. It was stand-up uh, Star Trek card this week. Uh, that was very good. I liked it. I didn't see the end of that yet. Okay, I'll have to finish that up. Yeah. Uh, no, I recommend it. Uh, I would give the whole show maybe a seven and a half. Um, okay, but uh, look, you and me have at least seen one show together this week. Uh, we have seen Vampires Episode 2. What was Vampires Episode 2 all about, Luke? Uh, right, uh, Episode 2 is called I'm a Monster. Uh, Donya struggles to control her new urges, deprived of blood, Rad and Irna, uh, which are brother and sister, uh, turn against mm. their siblings. Adrina makes a deal with Ladsla Nemthis. Mm -hmm. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, no, um, this was better. I'm just going to say that. I like this episode better than the premiere. Um, it's still it's still very trying to be something it isn't, and I that still annoys me that it's trying to be as gritty as it is. Um, I wasn't so taken out of it this week that I was the first week. I think it's something I need to get used to. It. Uh, but there are some very, 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 very amazingly good uh, uh, photography in this show. There, There's some filming and editing in this show that fucking amazes me, especially in this episode, where, where there was especially one scene that I remember where they're going inside to a toilet and they're only showing uh, the the door and how the door looks and then they go into the room with uh, inside with uh, through the window and it's very like filmed in a extremely good uh, good way and they do it uh, the same way when the person that comes into the room goes out and yeah it's very hard to explain but for from a filmatic point of view it's very it's very beautifully shot and i i think i saw that very much more this this show than than last week, and also I think in storytelling it's it's taking another kind of grip and way of of going with this show that I didn't think it was going to be. I, I thought this was going to be just stupid youth show with absolutely no point or plot behind it, and and it's kind of it's pretty. It, it can be pretty dark sometimes, actually. Yeah, I mean, the first episode had a lot of sex. This one had a little more violence yeah. than the the than the first episode. Um, mm. And I wouldn't say this is like it's it's a show for teenagers, but a lot of the themes are definitely not something that a younger teen like a thirteen oh. fourteen more like seventeen eighteen maybe teenager. Yeah. Um, yeah. Still, this episode is slight. I, I, there's something about it that is slightly confusing. Um, 
that I don't like. The rules, the rules are very, very confusing. Right. The rules of the, the, rules. Vam- the vampire rules, because every yeah. vampire show has different rules, it seems like. These vampires have, like, this whole set of rules that are very confusing, and yeah. you have to kind of learn them. Yeah. And some of uh, what's going on as far as, oh, it's this person's a- dealing with that person, but that person right. is this person's brother, but not right. really because they were stolen when they were a kid. Like, all this stuff is very confusing. Maybe it's all going to wrap up in the end, but um, that's the only negative thing I have to say about it is the that yeah. parts of the storyline are very convoluted to say it my way yeah but yeah no i i still i still thought this was a better episode than the first one and i i was very happy to see that and i i i uh, uh, i can't wait for see episode three it's like it's it's not as irritating as i thought it was going to be that's for fucking sure but uh, what did you give this episode uh, I'll give it a 6.5. Yeah, I'm up there as well with a 6.5. I I totally agree. Main topic! Uh, WrestleMania prediction because we have no movie predictions. <laughs> because right, we can't do the movie no bit. Movies. Right, because there's no movies. <laughs> like, we usually... Or last month, we did Oscars and Razzies as our movie bet. And this month, we were going to do a movie bet again like we've done in the past, but there aren't any movies, so how are we going to do that? Right. Yeah. So we're going to do WrestleMania bet. Uh, Just before we go into it, um, on a scale from 1 to 10, how excited are you for this year's WrestleMania? I'm in probably at a 5, where I'm like... Right in the middle, oh. where, like, I'm kind of excited because it's going to be a novelty. It's going to be completely novel, oh. right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, I'm actually not that excited for it being two days. That's the one thing I'm not really excited no. for. I, I'm i not excited uh, for being two days, and I'm not excited for, for a lot of the matches, but the novelty of it will be very fun. And I'm 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 actually looking forward to to hanging out with all the boys again. It's been a long time since we've done that, so it will be nice to do that for two days in a row. Yeah, uh, I mean that's going to be the best part of it is just everybody, all of us getting together. Uh, yeah, I, I wonder if there's going to be more of us on the second day than the first day, but I guess we'll see. Mm. Uh, and uh, for people that are newcomers, uh, we now have. Uh, uh, actually, an official Discord channel uh, where people can join us, and we're going to uh, look at WrestleMania together. So, if you want to get a part of that uh, Discord server, you should uh, uh, wrestle. Uh, you should message Wrestleman or AKA Bill Yankovi uh, on uh, uh, that wrestling show. That wrestling show uh, where I'm also a co-host. Uh, so listen to that, and you will get every information you need if you want to join us one of these two days. Is that wrestling show our s- our sister podcast? Is that what we what we call it? Yeah, I I would say so. Yeah, yeah I think so. I, th- I think so. Yeah, we are sister podcasts. No, yeah. I mean one of us is more sister than the other, but <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure, yeah. I'm like the, I'm like the half sister. I'm like, yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, let's go through this. Uh, this is matches we know of, so there will be other matches. Uh, but uh, this uh, uh, was uh, posted three hours ago. Uh, so much has changed in the last few weeks as far as the matches go with WrestleMania, and just like two days ago is when Roman Reigns pulled out, or three days ago? Right. It was It was on the weekend, but he pulled out because... He ha- he already has health issues with his cancer, which causes him to have low immunity or immunity problems. So, and he was like the main event, and he dropped out this yeah. week. So, uh, yeah, let's go into the lower card and start there, and we'll work our way up. Because the first match we will have is Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. There's a beef between these two because Randy Rose has. Been with both of them. Great. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen WWE in like months, by the way. So I'm, I'm going to completely <laughs> be guessing out of my ass. I've been watching AEW and really enjoying AEW, so I don't really need to watch WWE. Uh, right. Why don't you go first, and I'll go first for the next one, and we'll go back and forth like that. Sure. I will go with Altis. Okay. I'm going to go Ziggler, I guess. Are you writing this down? I am. Yes. Good. <laughs> because somebody <laughs> has a tendency to forget things. <clears throat> Not saying who. One of us. Uh, then we have Elias uh, versus King Corbin. Because. Because. Did you say Aaliyah? Like. The. the... Elias. Elias, right? Okay, Elias versus King Corbin. Why is it, he's still called King Corbin? I mean, I haven't watched it in a while, but that seems like it, that was forever ago that he started the whole King gimmick. I know. Uh, I'll go Corbin, I guess. Okay, I will go Elias then. You see a trend there, people? <laughs> it's also because me, me and Luke, we don't really care. Uh, then we have Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley. Why? Why is this? Because I thought Bobby Lashley would be against Rusev. Maybe this is maybe something happened with the Corona thing, and Rusev couldn't, uh, or didn't want to uh, be in this match. Yes. Maybe that's what happened. I, I I didn't hear anything about that, but it's possible because mm. wasn't. Alistair Black wasn't he in like a feud with um what's his Ricochet or in a tag team with Ricochet? Yeah, yeah. That was the last time I saw this whole and the Bobby Lashley was doing the Rusev thing. That's the last time I saw any WWE. So, uh, I guess I'll go Black. Okay, I will go Bobby Lashley then. Bobby the Lash. All right. Uh, then we have a women's tag team match, and it is the Kabuki Warriors, uh, and that is Asuka and Karasane, uh against uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. This is a match I'm actually looking very much forward to. Didn't we already see this match? We did. Okay. I, the last uh, pay-per-view we watched, this was the match. I, I remember. Yes. It was yeah. an okay match. I remember it being a fairly good match, uh from what I remember. 
So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I really like Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss, and the Kabuki Warriors are always good, even though they have a a name that I don't want to say because it sounds racist. But uh, mm-hmm. it is racist. I guess <laughs> I, I guess I'll go Warriors. Oh, I think we have to agree here. Okay. I can't really change my mind just because of it. Uh, but then we will have a ladder match. Uh, it is Miss and Morrison versus the New Day versus Dusos. This I'm really looking forward to. I really like ladder matches. Uh, yeah, and this is a three-way tag team ladder match, which should be interesting. Yeah. I mean, there have there have been some classic three-way tag team ladder matches in the past, like. Uh, in the 90s, you think of uh, Edge and Christian against the Dudley Boys and the Hardys. That's like the classic mm-hmm. three-way. I think that's probably what they're going to go for uh, as far as like what they're trying to accomplish is something to that effect. I don't know who is going to win this. Jeez. I really hate that The Miz and Morrison are back together because it feels like the most yeah. ridiculous thing to do for WWE. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't seen them wrestle. I've only heard about them uh, on the on podcasts I li- I've listened to. But I guess I'll go the Usos. Well, I'm very glad that you picked them because I'm going to be very, very, very boring and pick the champions because they. Um, I'm I'm most picking the champions because they all, almost just got it. I have no no other really reason for it. But uh, maybe the match of the night, because I'm really, really interested in seeing this. Uh, this is definitely the match of uh, 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 WrestleMania I'm looking forward to the most, actually. Because it's Street Profits that I love against uh, Austin Theory and Angel Garza. And uh, yeah, I can't say anything other than that, uh, that I'm really, really looking forward to this match. I'm not a huge fan of the Street Profits. I don't know who Austin Theory is. I don't think I've ever seen this guy. Angel Garza, I'm a fan of. Uh, Yeah, I don't like the Street... uh, Well, at least their persona. I've never been a fan of their, like, backstage stuff. I know some people find it funny, but to me it's always just kind of cringy. Uh I think they're very good in the uh, ring. That's the thing I'm looking forward to. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess I'll go... Uh, Theory and Garza. Oh, that's very good. Uh, no, it isn't. Because I have them winning as well. Uh, fuck it. Uh, no, I will go with Street Profits. Okay. Oh, can't ag- we can't agree. Uh, Intercontinental Championship. Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan. These people have had amazing matches against each other before. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope people are stepping this, this up. I will go first. I will pick Daniel Bryan. Okay. Uh, Zayn is the champion. Let's see. Yeah. And I've 
pretty much all of the things that I've said. I've said, oh no, I said Kabuki Warriors. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'll go. Same. I'll, yeah, I'm gonna have to go the same because I think I've already picked too many title changes. So. Yeah, but Daniel Bryan doesn't have have the title. Oh right, that, that's what I meant. Uh, I'm going with Zayn, so not the same. Oh, yes, <laughs> because same and same same sounds very alike, Luke. That's right. why I asked one more time because I was like, Does, "Did he say sane or same?" <laughs> okay, so you're going with same same. Yeah, I. I... I had picked a bunch of other title changes except for Kabuki Warrior, so that's my reasoning. I don't have any other reason than that. Good pick. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. Are you looking forward to this? Uh, it should be good. Uh, yeah. They're both really good wrestlers. I've not been a fan of Seth Rollins as of late. Uh, mostly Dude. just he feels like he's become kind of like this corporate entity. Hey. But uh, it should be a good match. I agree. Uh, do you want me to go first? I guess I should go first, huh? Uh, I'll go Owens. Okay, cool. I will go Rollins then. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Myself thought I said, okay, Google. You didn't say anything even close to that. How? <laughs> I know. That's funny. Anyway. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> hey, Google, shut up! <laughs> okay. That's going to stay inside because that's going to be a shitting random. Yeah. Okay, let's go, go for the next match. The uh, match I'm looking forward to the least. A boneyard match, whatever that means. Mm -hmm. Against who? Undertaker versus AJ Styles in a boneyard match. Mm-hmm. I am really not looking forward to this. But I'm going to pick AJ Styles. I guess I'll go Undertaker. <laughs> Just because. Uh, mm, that is the most because you can get. Because I have no fucking clue. Okay, this is going to be interesting. Uh, women's Championship: Bailey versus Lacey Evans versus Tamina versus Naomi versus Sasha Banks. It is an elimination uh, match. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What so it? it's not a one one fall pin. So right. That means. It pretty much means anybody could win, but the likelihood to me is that a face is going to end up winning. Probably, yeah. So I'm going to go Sasha, I guess. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, if it isn't Banks. Okay, Tamina is not going to get it. No. She's there. She's just there to catch people. That's all she's there for. <laughs> Naomi is not going to get it. They could be crazy enough to put it on Lace Evans. That would have been my second pick. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with that actually. Okay. 
Because I, I really don't think Bailey is going to have it because she ha- has had it for so long and I need the face to win here as well. So I'm going to go with Lacey Evans. Cool. Then we have an NXT Women's Championship because the NXT can't be on the uh, NXT show. And I don't understand this match. I don't get it really, at all. No. Against Charlotte Flair? Because Charlotte Flair is... Uh... So, the story is that Flair was saying that she still wants to hold all the gold, and she was interrupted by the NXT uh, champion Riley that threw down a challenge to, uh, that Flair had not beaten her. And, yeah. That's why we're having this match. It just doesn't make any sense that Charlotte Flair is the going for the NXT Women's Championship. But, I oh. mean, I guess I understand it. But it, it just seems stupid to me. Stupid. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go Ripley. Yeah. Do you know what, Luke? I'm going to say something you usually say in this bet when we do this bet. Never bet against Charlotte Flair. I'm going to go with Charlotte Flair. Yeah, you're, I, I forgot that. You're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> too bad you can't change it. It's too late now. <laughs> uh, then the match I'm sadly not looking forward to. Bec- Becky Lynch versus uh, Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler. For the Raw Women's Championship, uh, I think you should go first. Uh, yeah, I'm not looking forward to this, but this is very obvious, Shayna Baszler. Extremely obvious. For the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, yeah. You, you have to pick the same. Or I'm yeah, going to be I, I was trying to decide whether I should like <laughs> risk it, but you're right. I, I'm going to pick Baszler. <laughs> Yeah, because they have built her up and built her up and built her up and built her up. The problem is I, I don't I don't like her wrestling style, and everybody else thinks she's so I, great. I I I have gone away from her. Look, you can be very happy that I've 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 I'm beginning to agree with you. I think she was very good in NXT, but I don't like her anymore. <laughs> okay, but. What are this next match, Luke? Uh, John Senna versus Bray Wyatt in a Firefly <laughs> Funhouse match. Haven't we had a Firefly Funhouse match before? We did. Do you was it Randy Orton? It was Randy Orton. <laughs> remember that with the holographic underground and how much we laughed about that? All right. <laughs> was it the same one where he burnt his house down or was that a different one? I don't remember. I don't remember. Was... What, I remember the graphics on this thing, and it was so awful and just stupid, and everybody yeah. hated it. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I have a feeling we're going to get something I'm... like that again. Uh, but I'm, I'm so looking forward to this. <laughs> I have no clue. I'm going to go with Bray I... Wyatt, though. Yeah. I can't go with John Cena. Sorry. I mean... We just have to... There's nothing to gain by no, John Cena winning, so Cena. it's kind of almost no. like it just tells you. It almost tells you exactly who's going to win. So, yeah, because Cena has absolutely no reason to to be here. 
and it's like other than that it's wrestlemania i mean that's the whole thing is it, he, it it's wrestlemania we want john cena on the card yeah uh, then we're going to have Edge versus Randy Orton in a last man standing match. Uh, one guy you hate against one ha- guy I hate. I don't like either of these people, so... Oh, <laughs> this is okay. my this oh. is the match I least <laughs> want to see on this whole card. Uh, what year is this? Is it 2004 that we're having this match, or what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no... I, I agree, but... Uh, is it last man I, uh, standing because they're both in a wheelchair because they're so old? Is that what's happening? <laughs> I'm going to go with Edge, though. Okay. Um, last man standing because the other one got a hip replacement. I'll go... I'll go Orton, just because I don't care. Right. Then we have Goldberg versus To Be Announced. <laughs> Whoever it is, that will be very funny. Uh, we don't really. Who's it gonna? Who do you think it's gonna be? I guess that could be uh, the guess is who is who is it gonna be instead of who wins. So this match will guess will guess who his opponent will be. Okay. Do you have any clue? <laughs> I'm gonna say. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> That's not a bad guess. That's the fucking worst. There is one other person in my mind. Uh, okay. Who do you, do you have anybody? No, help me. The Rock. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I can see that. Goldberg you know versus what? The Rock. I, yeah. I I will say The Rock, you will say Hulk Hogan, but let's go, let's pretend uh, one of them is in here. Who wins? Uh, I would say whoever, uh, I think whoever isn't Goldberg probably wins. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I, I totally agree, yeah. Then last match, uh, it's not definitely going to be last match because it's two fucking nights. Uh, but uh, the last match we have, at least, is uh, Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre. Luke. Well, my guess is that this is going to be the last match of the second night and that the Goldberg versus whoever yes. is going to be the last match of the first night. Yes. I think that's how they're going to do it. They're not going to like have yeah. all the prelim matches on one night and then all the big matches on the next night. I think it's going to be split up. Kind of right. like a TV show would be. Um, yeah, I think I, there will be a women's uh, match that ends one of the ma- uh, nights, though. Match night or two, one or, or two, because that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, probably the Raw Women's Championship right. would be this the first night. That would make sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for this though, I'm gonna go McIntyre. I think he beats Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I have to agree. They have built him very much up from Royal Rumble. I can't see Lesnar winning this. There's absolutely no way. I mean, I can and I will see be, it. I will be very angry as well. So I can see it because it's WWE, but yeah. McIntyre is not just now. It, like 
they wanted McIntyre to be a thing before he went to TNA and then came right. back to WWE. Yeah. They've always wanted him yeah. to be a thing. Uh, yeah. I think because uh, Vince has a huge boner for him, but I, right. I just think that uh, now, as opposed to the first time they tried it, I think Drew actually deserves it this time. Right, I totally agree. He's just he's bounds ahead of a lot of people in WWE right now. So I totally agree with you. And I, his personality has changed tremendously, and I, I I think that's one of the things that makes him so interesting as well. Yeah, I just feel I feel oh. his his character yeah. has matured, and I think him as a person has matured, and his wrestling yeah. style has improved. And remember the TNA thing where he was like, uh, "Make wrestling uh, great again" or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and that whole thing I think changed him as a character, uh, or him as a person, and made his character a better character. So, okay, let's go movies, Luke. Have you seen any movies this week? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're there. Let, let me go back to this. Okay. Uh, I saw a movie on... I saw two Netflix movies this okay. week. I saw a movie called Uncorked. Okay. Uh, you, you didn't see this, I'm assuming? Nope. It's... I don't know how to tell you this. It's a movie about a guy who works at a barbecue restaurant, like, in Menf Memphis... Or something like that, like a Memphis barbecue restaurant where it's like the pit pit barbecue. I don't know if they have those in Norway. Do you have pit barbecue in Norway? No, no. Where you like, it's okay. just a really big barbecue pit yeah. and you make tons of barbecue. Yeah. This guy works there, but he, what he really wants to do with his life is he wants to become a, a, a master sommelier. You know what that is? Okay. Yes. Like a wine, wine critic or a person who knows everything yeah. about wine. Uh, but his dad owns this barbecue business. And his dad wants him to take over the family business, but he really wants to become a wine sommelier. I never thought I would see in the history of film a Rocky Balboa style uh, tra <laughs> training montage, but with wine. It was a wine wine tasting montage of him learning about wine, and it was, and his dad is like pushing him to learn more about wine. I was like, what is happening uh, in this film? It was actually kind of entertaining though. I'll give it a I'll give it a solid 5 right in the middle. Um yeah, look. Uh, uh Jeremy, our friend, showed me the musical Memphis this week. I have never ever seen Memphis before. That's weird. I was just talking about Memphis barbecue, and now you're talking about Memphis. I know. Okay. Hmm. I we know. did not plan uh, that. <laughs> no, we did not. Uh, there is tremendously good music in this. I I don't I don't think the plot is like super amazingly good, but I I think. Uh, the musical itself is very good, and it's very musical musical. Uh, but uh, the music is very um, rock and roll, blues thing. Uh, I have it now on Spotify, and I have played uh, played the soundtrack for Memphis musical very much uh, times. Uh, this is made by David Bryan and Joe Piatri. 
And it's loosely based on Memphis disc jockey Dowie Phillips, one of the first DJs to play black music in the 1950s. Huh, okay. So it's based on his life. Um, but uh, uh, musical-wise, I will give it a 7.5 out of 10. All right, I saw another Netflix movie. This was a Australian film. Uh, or at least filmed in Australia, and it felt like Australian... It was like an Australian Disney movie from the 90s. Remember Disney movies from the 90s where it was like uh, Brink and like all these uh, Disney movies? It's kind of like that, uh, called Go-Karts, unless you're in another country, and then I think it's called Go with an exclamation point. Uh, Mm -hmm. But Go-Karts in America... um, I, this was not a great movie. If you like 90s Disney films, you might like this. It's very similar. Uh, stole a lot of things from those kind of movies, or maybe a Karate Kid-esque type uh, film. It's about a kid who uh, goes to a birthday party uh, for some people uh, when he first moves into a new city. Like, his whole family moves into a new city. He gets invited to a birthday party. The birthday party has go-karts. He goes there and, like, pl- uh, plays around the go-karts and realizes, oh, this is what I want to do with my life, is be a go-kart ri- driver. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's his kind of aspiration to become a go-kart driver and very Disney film-esque. Uh, I don't know, I'd give it a four. Okay. I saw Bloodshot this week because me and Luke were supposed to see this together, but uh, it didn't work. But I watched it after we, we hung up. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, uh, okay. So, this is a movie that you either are going to hate or going to love. And it depends on two factors. It depends if you're able to put your brain away and just enjoy a movie for its movie... Or it depends on if you're not able to do that. I'm able to do that, and I think that's why I liked it as much as I did. I'm not going to say it's the best movie I have ever seen or anything, because it's like, if I if I really like took my fro glasses on and said, uh, said it from a movie-based, I would probably give it a 6 or something like that. 5.5, maybe. Uh-huh, okay. But, but, but I left my brain outside... Uh, for me, it was very entertaining. Uh, so I'm going to give it an 8, and then I'm going to give it a recommend. If you like 90s uh, movies, you're going to like this. I mean, it's not not very super uh, interesting, but yeah, like I said, I think, I think if you leave your brain a little behind and just watch it for what it actually is trying to be, you will like it. I did. That makes sense, yeah. I mean, it's a uh, Vin Diesel movie, so I think any Vin Diesel movie, you kind of have to leave your brain behind. Mm -hmm. Uh, Any other movies you saw? That was all the movies I saw, so. Oh, you didn't see The Pit? Uh, No. Uh, What is it called? The the Platform. The Platform. It's called in English, yeah. No, I was going to watch it last night, but I didn't get to it. Yeah. I I recommended you this, so <laughs> I I I def- definitely saw it. Um, yeah, I mean, 
it's the cube crossed with uh, it reminds me very of, of a French movie that I saw uh, many years ago uh, about like people that were like talking a lot about food. I just can't think of the name right now. Huh. But but uh, it, it reminds me of 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 the cube mixed with uh, some parasites mixed with other things. This is very underrated uh, in the way that I don't think a lot of people have seen it. Uh, I mean, it has a seven out of ten on IMDb, eighty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and a seven point three on Metacritic. So, I think uh, from that place, it is uh, looked upon very good, but. I really, 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 really enjoy this movie. I'm giving it a strong eight and a half. It's one of the coolest uh, sci-fi thrillers I've seen in a long time. Okay. Uh, any other films? Nope. All right. Well, let's listen to a trailer for a movie from the 70s. Wow. Films presents The Crippled Masters 2. The Crippled Masters 2. For the first time on DVD, Frank Shum and Jack Kahn are back in deadly action. This time, Ooh. along with a chimpanzee, the cripples struggle for the young girl's affection while trying to hide the fact that they're handicapped. Crippled heroes break out all kinds of kung fu action. Are we seeing this movie? Yes. This DVD includes the bonus short film Pagoda Hell. From director Ernie Hardware Wars Facilius comes an aspired short film that uncovers the ancient secret kung fu style Curly. Get this amazing DVD at thecrippledmasters.com. Amazon.com and many more online retailers. Oh my god, that looks like the fucking best movie I ever heard of in my entire life. Somebody I knew when I was a kid, like in high school, had this like taped off of TV from like a public access channel, and we we just thought it was the funniest thing ever. I, I watched this when I was a kid. So Luke, what is this Oscar-nominated movie all about? Uh, Crippled Masters Two. Two Crippled Heroes is the name of it. Two masters, one without arms, one without legs. Together, they will conquer all uh, pure crippled kung fu exploitation amusements that could, could have only come out of Hong Kong in the 1980s. Oh, so in the 1980s. Frank Shum and Jack Cohn are back in deadly action, this time along with a chimpanzee. They are protecting a beautiful girl who is on the run from local gangsters who have... who has become temporarily blinded the cripples struggle for the young girl's affection while they try to hide the fact that they are handicapped <sighs> I really want to see this movie right now but yeah I found uh, some reviews on Amazon because it wasn't on Rotten Tomatoes for some strange reason I don't know why hmm. I don't know hmm 
but uh, Mr. Uh, Baka Goldby said, worth every penny, gave it four stars. The Cripple Master is worth every penny. The Kofu uh, in it uh, is superb. It's weird and very, uh, at times very funny. I could have given it five stars, but since it's uh, in full screen and not uh, the sharpest of pictures, I give it a four star. It's definitely a must-have kung fu classic. I went to somewhere called DVDtalk.com uh, because there, it's kind of hard to find reviews for this film. Uh, no shit. Whether the Crippled Masters was a box office hit in the, in its native country is something that I can't confirm or deny, but the existence of two in the name of only sequels, lead, leads me to believe that at some point, Frankie Shum and Jackie Kong were in demand. In the first <laughs> sequel, Crippled Masters 2, Crippled Heroes, our deadly duo are thrown together via random circumstance involving Shum's initial sidekick in the movie, A Chimpanzee. The film, another poor English dub, chooses not to provide pronounceable names for the two, let alone anyone else in the movie. So when I refer to the characters by their actors' names or vague description, it's not out of laziness. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's funny. Oh, yeah. No other movies out this week. I want to say, everybody... if. Watch Crippled Ma- You don't need to watch Crippled Masters one, the first one, to see Cri- Crippled Masters two because they're kind of not they're not connected. But there is mm-hmm. also a Crippled Masters three. They did make three of these films, by the way. Oh my. <laughs> so look, we totally forgot uh, Twelve Months of Hell last month. So we're doing it very early this month, and I will do also one at the end of this month. So I will do two in this month. Just. Because I forgot about it last month. Uh, yeah, so I guess we'll do one like next week and then do one at the end of the month. Does that sound good to you? So for a new audience, this is a competition where uh, Luke has to pick 12 uh, movies that uh, he thinks is one of the worst movies of the world. And I have to watch them because I have not watched them before. And then I'm uh, gluten for punishment for some reason. Uh, and when I have seen all 12 movies, we're going to do a tournament where we decide which of the 12 movies was the worst. That is the whole concept of this thing for new people. Right. Uh, so we're going to do a couple movies this month. Uh, I guess we'll go... I'm going to pick a movie that I don't even know... Hopefully this counts. <laughs> Jan Hammer's Beyond the Mind's Eye from... Okay. Why wouldn't it count? It is a movie. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have a coherent story in it, but it is a film. <laughs> well, I don't think uh, a coherent story is a must for a movie. Right, okay. Uh, this is... Jan Hammer was a... Grammy award-winning keyboard composer, and this is like a 1990s computer animation video based on his album. Okay. Yep. (laughs) 
That sounds super interesting. I have a feeling I'm not going to like this. No, probably not. Uh, the first time I saw it, I had a crazy upstairs <laughs> upstairs neighbor who um, would like skateboard in his house in the middle of the night. But he was my upstairs neighbor in an apartment building. Right. Uh, I remember him like, "Oh, you you got to check this out. Check this movie out. It's awesome." And I remember watching it, being like, "This is." The weirdest, most terrible thing I've ever seen. So I'm gonna send it. Uh, I sent you. It's on YouTube. It's called Beyond the Mind's Eye by Jan Hammer. Anybody can go see it. Yeah, because all the audience want to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess. Mm-hmm. Well, will it be as weird as WrestleMania? Um. Hey, look. Uh, there was a little thing last week uh, where we talked. Two sentence uh, that uh, there were some tri- troubles for Idub's uh, girlfriend uh, made a uh, only OnlyFans account. Right. Uh, will you explain uh, this to the listeners? What happened if they haven't been in the Google, in the YouTube? Jeez, it's kind of hard to explain if anybody. I mean, it it. She created an OnlyFans, which OnlyFans is basically an adult website uh, that people can create their own adult content for people to purchase. Um, she created this, and then people started to say her boyfriend, who is Idubs, was some, a hypocrite. A, a hypocrite because he, in the past, had said things against doing porn. But when you really look back at it, he didn't ever say that. People just assume that he said that. I, I don't know how to explain this from. No, I uh, I agree with you, but uh, I think it's more damning what she has said uh, in her streams because I have seen her actually going on her streams and saying that people that uh, make only uh, only fans accounts are horse and things like that. So she has been very verbal against what she's doing herself so that's one of the weirdest things about this i, I find but uh, yeah idubs did a video where he uh, went to town and it's uh uh hundred thousand dislikes 200 upvotes so it is very controversial and i find that extremely extremely confusing because i think Everybody on the internet has gotten the wrong sides side of this, and I really, really, really don't understand the issue. I, I, I just don't... I feel like people are too invested in, like, celebrity. They're like... They feel like, oh, this person has let me down for some reason. Like, they had... Right. Like, they had a reason to feel offended when somebody else does something they, they don't like. It's just... I don't know, to me it's like, mind your own business, but uh, there's also a culture, and it's been on the internet forever, of, remember, I want to say 10 years ago, people would get mad at you for, like, defending somebody on the internet and calling you calling you a white knight, remember that? Right, I do. And yeah. now we have the, the term simp, which is, like, basically, they're the same thing, it's, this is not, it's not a new thing for the internet to be like, oh... What are you? You're being nice to girls. What a wimp! You stop being nice to people. It's, I don't know. Um, uh, 
you would get called a white knight even even if you had a friend and they were being attacked and then you tried to like help like you know uh, defend them you would be called that and it's the same thing now it's like I think personally Idub should have just not made a video because I think yeah. okay. it just made it worse yeah. but he wanted to defend himself and then people come out with videos against that and it it's a continuing thing and I don't I don't I also don't understand why it's a big deal so. And I, here, here's the he, he, hypocrisy of it. I, I said this last week, and I uh, will say it again. I have nothing against selling your body or selling sex or anything if it is your choice to do that. I think human beings are totally free to uh, sell sex. I, I, I understand that it's very controversial. Uh, I understand that people are probably not going to agree with me, but that is my my point, and it's it's very strange. I I will be a hundred and ten percent honest on this podcast. I I find it very strange that uh, it's something that I believed in even when I was a Christian. I would say that I I it's it's something that I find very. Strange that Christian people have a very problems with, and I also don't understand uh, the culture around it. Especially when I watch uh, channels like Drama Alert or or any any other common channel that they dare to go after him defending something he actually believes in. If he believes in it. Like, I believe in controversial stuff as well. Like, I understand that it's controversial. People don't have to agree with me. Like, there's things that I don't agree with other people with. Like, shooting rooms, for example. Like, I, I don't like guns. I don't want guns in, 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 in countries like Norway and things like that. So I understand. I'm a pacifist. I'm, I, I totally understand that people can have a, a different opinion than me. That does not make me morally stronger than uh, other people that has another opinion. It's their fucking opinion. Right. It just, I don't think it's any of our business. I mean, if no, that's what you want to do, the, then go ahead and do it. It's not up to me to be like, uh, oh, this is what you should do or what you shouldn't do on the internet. Right. Yeah. And uh, uh, Atolsi, one of our... I really like Atolsi. I am subscribed to him on YouTube. I think he did an, uh, a video where he was making some uh, kind of jokes and Idops took it very seriously. And then Atolsi did a terrible comeback two days ago. And I think that video made me even more pissed off because that's that's the whole thing. It's like he isn't the dad of the community. We shouldn't have heroes in this community. We shouldn't look up uh, at PewDiePie or uh, uh, Idubs or Atosi or any fucking human being because guess what? Humans are imperfect. Right. I do stupid stuff all the fucking time. I would hate to hear that somebody was a follower of mine because I'm the worst example in the fucking world. I mean, this, like, Idubs is the guy who made a video about making a hair cake. 
and you're supposed to be looking up to this guy, I don't think that's a very good idea. Yeah. I remember the whole N-word situation where he made <laughs> right. the whole yes. exactly about the fucking N-word. The most controversial word in the history, and nobody fucking made a, a contradiction to that video. Remember that? But I think that's also a thing. It's like people see iDubbbz as somebody who will go out on a limb and always has good points. And in that video, people thought he didn't have good points. But I just thought there was no reason to make the video because it wasn't anybody's... Nobody should have had a problem with it in the first place, so... But it irritates the fuck out of me. Stay away from what people do in bed. Just stay away from it. It's their fucking body. They want to take a picture of it and sell it to me. Let them. Let them. That's the moral of the story. I guess so, yeah. Uh, let's see, anything else? Uh, I don't really have anything else. So, let's do oh. coming next week. Uh, news of the week. I'm sure we'll talk more about this coronavirus thing. Uh, Vampires episode 3, which I'm sure me and Fro will get together and watch probably this week. Um... Mm-hmm. The Other Lamb in another digital review, whatever that is. I'm going to guess it's Jesus Christ movie because it's Easter coming up next week. Oh, The Other Lamb. Yeah, that makes sense. Sacrificial Lamb, yeah. Um, And we'll talk about David Shaler. Yeah, I know who this is. This is the whistleblower guy. I remember him. Yeah, he... uh... Uh, he alleges that MI5 was paranoid about socialists and that it had previously inde- investigated the Labor Party minister Peter Mandelson, Jack Straw, and Harriet Harman. Uh, he also, this guy believed he, he was being contacted by God? He went a little crazy. Mm-hmm. And we'll go into that. Yeah, and uh, it's kind of funny because uh, he is also a name brother. Uh, a man that has his name also have written uh, loads of uh, books about uh, uh, space flight uh, in America. Uh, one of my favorite uh, books about uh, like uh, how uh, the like not NASA was created and things like that is called uh, uh, oh, Gemini. Gemini flies, I think it's called. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and uh, also he has made another book called Last of NASA's Original Pilot Astronauts and things like that. And uh, no, that wasn't the same guy, <laughs> but he has the same name. <laughs> anyway, talking about books, go to audibletrial.com/slash/anotherdigitalsystem. That's audibletrial. Com slash digital citizen. If you like this podcast, please share it with people. Uh, sharing is caring, and it's also very free to tell your friends about this podcast. So please do that. I think that's it. I think that's it. Let's wrap it up. Uh, see everybody next week. Stay safe. Bye. Bye. Goodbye, citizen. Bye.